By the way, the, the meat that you posted on social media looked amazing. Welcome to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. In this weekly podcast, Kirby and Bill talk about the world of marketing, branding, and promotional products. Unscripted is available only at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Kirby and Bill. And welcome to episode number 183 of Unscripted, the final Unscripted of 2019. I am your co-host, Bill Petrie, and with me as always... This is a long one, Kirby, so buckle up. Okay. The Burgermeister of branded badges, buttons, backpacks, business bags, books, book lights, barware, balloons, bubbles, bandages, binoculars, beach balls, and Bluetooth beanies. <laughs> Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how the hell are you? Well, I'm doing well. I've, it's uh, as, as we both know, this is the sort of post-Christmas uh, deal, and so our, our final unscripted of the year, but also just kind of the the hangover that is the day after Christmas. I'm doing well despite that. How about yourself? Doing well. Um, it's been a, uh, you know, I've had guests in my house, so it's been very busy as I uh, kind of cater to their needs, which I actually enjoy doing a lot of that, but I'm kind of over uh, serving everybody <laughs> now. I'm kind of ready to just relax. You know what else I'm ready for, Kirby? What's that, Bill? To learn a little bit about our sponsor today, Common Skew. Now, you're a big fan of the Common Skew, aren't you? I am a big fan of the Common Skew. I thought you were. You know, we, we love our friends over at CommonSQ, and that we all know that the, the platform was designed and built by distributors for distributors, right? Right. And that really means that they understand the promotional products industry and the challenges the modern distributor uh, faces. So there's a million things we could talk about, Kirby. I'm just going to pick one. Okay. Because there's, I, I mean, seriously, there's probably 20 things we could talk about. But what I love about the platform is it really keeps your sales life organized, right? You can right. see all your projects in one place. You can know if you're on track to hit your sales goals and stay on top of the tasks needed to move a project forward. And I know you use that all the time. I do, actually. It's it's a funny thing that um, I was reading an article that was talking about an app called Stra- Strava and how it's an app that kind of keeps you on track and actually doesn't uh, make you depressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were saying that Common Skew is sort of the the promo version of Strava because you can keep track of all your activities and there's no like there's no Instagram filter. It's just like I either did those sales calls or I didn't do those right. sales calls. And it totally what I find is if I track my activity, sales follow. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, the bottom line, you know, from ideation to invoicing, CommaSkew keeps you and your team connected at all stages of the workflow. And uh, I know people want to learn a lot more. So if you want to learn a lot more, go ahead and go to CommaSkew.com slash unscripted or, or and, or both, either. <laughs> doesn't matter. If you're going to be in Las Vegas for PPAI Expo, stop by booth number 4737. They'll be happy to share and give you some demonstrations on how Comiskey can make you more efficient and make you uh, uh you know, a much better distributor moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. If you get a chance to meet the folks, good folks from Comiskey, you should do it. They are the good folks at Comiskey. Awesome. All right, Kirby, are you ready to, uh, you know, it is Boxing Day. Yeah. So why don't you play the part of Bill Petrie on this podcast, and I'll play the part of Kirby Hossman. We can do that little switcheroo. I think see if anybody notices. I have no idea what that even means. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you just made me super tense. I, I don't know that I can live up to uh, your oh, boxing gloves. Yeah. Mm. All right. So um, why don't you start us off with the topic today as we broadcast at a fruitcake level today. Okay, cool. Uh, so <laughs> this will be a fun one. So I read an article uh, this morning, actually, that uh, companies that are, you know, this time of year, 
everybody's looking at the new year and going, okay, how can I be more efficient? How can I get more out of my team? Um, and there is a new thing where companies losing hours of workers' time through excessive bathroom breaks can now address the problems thanks to a sloping toilet. British makers of the standard toilet, which slopes at an awkward 13-degree angle, say employees will spend less time texting and tweeting because it's painful to sit on for more than five minutes. <laughs> so uh, they claim that businesses lose a ton of money because of these giant breaks. And, of course, the con concept has made people mad because it's, uh, you know, essentially an attack on people's comfort breaks. So I'm curious to know, is Promo Corner going to institute slanted toilets in 2020? No. Um, <laughs> and this topic sends me into to extreme hypnosis. Um, so kind of bizarre. I mean, I, I get that um, people are, you know, companies are losing a little bit of productivity and a little bit of money because, you know, people are, are, are sitting on a toilet texting, um, which is a sentence I never thought I'd say. <laughs> Having said that, I mean, what, what about the people who smoke? I mean, are you going to eliminate, are you not going to allow them to have smoke breaks? I sure. mean, that, that's been a loss of productivity for years as people have had to step outside of a building to go, uh, you know, smoke a butt and no one says a thing. Or, you know, I, I think... <laughs> To me, it just speaks uh, to we're measuring the wrong things. Yeah, uh, we're worried about how many, how much time people are spent sitting in a chair uh, doing their work, as opposed to worrying about is the work being done, are the metrics being hit, and the quality of the work. So, yeah. I, 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 on the on the surface level, I understand it. But I mean, what if you what if you go to and have a really greasy chili dog at lunch, <laughs> and, and you're not you're not in there texting. You're there actually, you know, doing the devil's work. Right. And and you and you need to you need time to get that out of your system. That's unfair to those people. Yeah, no, I actually I'm with you on this. This this is one that I found uh, mildly amusing, and the idea that they you know maybe they grease up the seats or whatever something to keep people from sitting there that long. But I guess I'm just going. Who is measuring this? <laughs> who's the who's the HR person that's standing outside of the door going ding ding ding? Time's yeah, up. I, this again, is too long. This is not too long. <laughs> if you've got a productivity issue, I'm pretty sure it's not tied to the bathroom. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, uh, that was a really bizarre topic for today but i liked it kirby yeah i do what i can all right kirby um hey hey let's talk christmas how was your christmas i just want to say how did you have a nice did you have a nice day with your family yeah Real we quick. uh we had a we had a nice day we did it a little bit different this year uh so um you know my girls are 18 and 21 respectively and of course the one is living on a cruise ship and mm -hmm. and and all that sort of thing so it's like what do you buy folks so we we kind of went back on buying each other stuff this year and we're going to do a big family day here in a couple of days where we go uh to columbus and hang out and just do shopping and axe throwing and all that oh, sort of thing yeah but but it made an interesting christmas morning right yeah. because we're used to having so many things to open that being said my girls um surprised me um with them being gone amy and i've actually been going bowling more mm -hmm. often just something to do different mm -hmm. and so they actually surprised me with a bowling ball and bowling shoes wow. and so it, yeah i was actually that was i thought it was a really thoughtful not terribly expensive but just like oh hey that's that's yeah. kind of cool kind of gift so we actually went bowling last night Very nice. uh and it was a good time good. how about you 
Uh, you know, pretty traditional, except the fact that, you know, my, my kids are 17. And so they're not interested in getting up early. And so. <laughs> right. That's great. I, and I, <laughs> I cooked all day. So I got up actually four to kind of get the roast ready because I needed to get it to room temperature before uh, slow, slow roasting it. And so I'd been up since four and about eight. I, I was, everybody else had been up about seven. I'm eyeballing Sandy. I'm like, you know, let's, let's go. This is now <laughs> impacting my fun today. Get their ass <laughs> out of bed. They're getting free stuff. Let's go. Um, but it was a nice Christmas. It was busy. You know, I spent a, a good portion of my day, um, as, as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, good portion of my day cooking and cleaning. And that's stuff I like to do. I yeah. like to do things, especially when we have guests. It gives me things to do. I'm not very good at uh, just sitting around watching other people work, so I'd rather do it. So it was all in all a good day. So I just wanted a real quick one, and then let's jump into this, Kirby. All right, Kirby. By the way, the, the meat that you posted on social media looked amazing. Thank you. It really turned out well. I dry aged it for about two and a half, three weeks in back of my refrigerator, and then I just cut the funk off of it because um, it does get a little funky at times. Um, and then just slow roast it uh, at 200 degrees until the internal temperature gets to about 122 or so. Mm. Pull it. I let it rest for about an hour. It gets up to about 130 degrees, and then I turn on the oven to 500, and I put it in that blast furnace for about 10 minutes, and it gets that nice crust everybody loves on the outside of a prime rib. And then uh, served it. So thank you very much. Yeah, it was, it was the biggest one I've ever done. It was 15 pounds. It was huge. Wow. Yeah. All right, Kirby. I want to do a little bit of a year review. This is the last uh, unscripted podcast of 2019. So in all transparency, generally we don't talk about the topics we're going to talk about on the podcast prior to said podcast. This one's a little different because I wanted Kirby not to be blindsided. So we have a couple things here from our perspective now. We don't know what our answers are, sure. but he did know what the questions are. So let's do these one by one, Kai Kirby. Yep. Best promotional product of 2019. Okay, so best best promo product. These are questions I always struggle with because I don't spend all of my time with my nose in a catalog or on a website. Right. But just, just whatever comes to your mind. Yeah, so, so what, what comes to my mind after giving this some thought was, you know, I think not – brand per se, but the idea of super soft, comfortable t-shirts. Okay. It's an old school item, but I think what has transcended, I think, in the last year or so is that customers are starting to ask for higher quality by name. I am a person who, um, I sold uh, cheap t-shirts like they were going out of style for years and years and years. And yep. then all of a sudden, I sort of got it, you know, when I was like, oh, this is the t-shirt I want to wear. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what sort of made it fascinating to me and I think part of it is because of the proliferation of more comfortable workwear, more mm-hmm. uh, relaxed um, sort of um, essentially apparel at work. Yep. And so you're seeing that even more. People are wearing more fashion T-shirts. And so, yeah, just the, the overall soft tee, whether it's from Bella Canvas, whether it's from uh, T-Shirt Tycoon, whether it's from, you know, you name the brand. Mm-hmm. But customers are starting to go, I don't know what it's called, but I want one that's comfortable and soft. Okay. And so for me, best promo product of the year is the idea of the soft t-shirt. How about you? Uh, I did wireless earbuds, that, okay. especially the ones that look like the AirPods, uh, for okay. example. Um, I think anything tech, honestly, is going, from my perspective, that, that to me is what's moving. And I think, you know, what always strikes me, when we got in this industry, both you and I were, were in this almost 20 years now, or right at 20 years, I've, we've seen the quality dramatically improve. Mm. Um, it used to be really the cheap plastic shit, right, mm-hmm. that you know, we joke about or tchotchkes or another word I'm not going to mention. <laughs> <laughs> but now you're seeing really high-quality products, whether it's from Org Audio, whether it's from 
PCNA or you know whomever, it doesn't really matter. The quality of this stuff is so good. Um, so I, I said the wireless earbuds, the ones that look and sound just like Air, AirPods. A quick runner-up, though, the webcam cover. That almost was my product either. That seemed to be something that really hmm. took off this year. Um, people protecting their privacy, making sure their computers don't get hacked into, and people see, uh, you know, take control of their computers. So there's, yeah. there's mine. Those are right. good. I like right. that. That's good, Kirby, man. worst promotional product, 2019. Go. You know what? I think that the first one that popped into my head was just the basic round stress ball because okay. the idea is, like, how is that still a thing? Now, I, again, I'm not trying to take on people who sell that. Mm-hmm. This always makes me a little bit uncomfortable. But not that stress balls altogether are bad necessarily. I think that you can do some really creative custom stuff. But it seems to me that, you know, the basic round stress ball has no real value. It's bad for the environment. There's not creativity along with it. So that was the first one. I will tell you the one that toward the end of the year that really raised my eyebrow is the return of the fanny pack. Yep. Uh, That is – now, it's so funny because people – you know, I think they're calling it something else, and everything that is old is new again, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the um, when the uh, supplier rep came in and was like, hey, look, it's a shoulder blah, blah, blah. I'm like, it's a fanny pack. Uh, and the idea that that is back is fascinating to me, and that was toward the end of 2019. So I don't know that that's a bad promotional product, but it was one that surprised me. Got it. Well, mine is the worst product Promo product 2019, the metal or rubber reusable straw. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I don't That's get this. I don't, I don't understand it. Look, I don't want anything bad to happen to the wee turtles. I don't. <laughs> I really don't. And, and I don't want to shit on the environment, right? I don't. But I'm sorry. The concept of bringing a straw with me somewhere putting it in my beverage and then having to clean it out later with a very small little pipe cleaner. I, I just, I'm sorry. I don't get it either. Either give me plastic straws. I'll tolerate the paper ones occasionally, but I don't like those. Cause they kind of, they kind of, uh, you know, they're gross. Yeah. They're well, they kind of <laughs> b- b- fall apart quite yeah. honestly. Um, or just, I'll just drink it without a straw. And I know you're not a big straw guy, so you don't even have to comment on this, but I don't. I mean, I, it's a great product, and God bless people who sell them and buy them. That's awesome. I just don't get it. To me, it's the worst product I, I've seen in years. I will tell you. I'm so glad you brought this one up because it is a one of the things I struggle with when new products come out is I don't always get them right away. I'm not. You know what I mean? That, that's not a great indicator. Right. But what it was fascinating was I was. I've been around. I've traveled a lot, and people from different walks of life who were like, "What is that again?" Yeah. And I will tell you, we handed out because I, I want to um, kind of share it with our clients, whatever the trending thing is. We did right. a silicone one. Um, and people thought it was a sunglass holder. Or yeah. I mean, So it is, it is interesting. to One of those things where I wonder if we aren't, as an industry, creating a need rather than filling maybe, it. Maybe so. I don't know. I just don't get it. All right, Kirby. Most shocking promo industry news 2019 what do you and, got and this was just for me uh it yep. wasn't shocking but i it, we get acquisition notices it feels like every 15 right. or 20 minutes the one that totally stopped me i think i reached out to you immediately when i yep. saw it was when right sleeve was acquired yeah okay um yeah. it makes sense to me in hindsight or whatever it's just one of those pieces that i didn't see coming and um good for mark and Catherine and that whole team for making it happen but yep. that was the one that as soon as you said most shocking i was like oh that one 
totally shocked okay, me. Okay, I thought you might say that, so I'm glad I wrote down a secondary one. Okay, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. The most shocking news I had this year was with Chris Hansen, the former host of To Catch a Predator, which I love that show, yeah. was arrested for writing $13,000 in bad checks to, for <laughs> promo products. Yeah, all right, that's a good one. So that's that, good that one. shocked me that, first of all, Chris Hansen is bouncing checks all over Connecticut. <laughs> Second of all, that he needed 13000 Dollars in promotional products sounds like a pretty good account, except you didn't pay. Yeah, yeah, it's not not a good account if they don't pay. All right, Kirby, uh, biggest disappointment of 2019. So I, this one's very personal to me. I, you know, what a big goal guy I am. Yep. Um, I, I make a point of writing down my goals. I am actually looking at my 2019 goal list right now, and the biggest disappointment for me is I did very, very poorly on almost all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, I'm literally going across the board and say, now, you know this about me. I set, set, I'm comfortable setting really big goals and not quite getting there. I think that's a self-awareness thing. Mm-hmm. But usually I get a few, right? Yeah. Like, and I took a lot of big swings and I struck out on a lot. And um, yeah, in looking at those, it was fairly disappointing to me um and so so the biggest disappointment of 2019 for me was me uh okay. so i'm i'm looking forward to doing better in 2020 oh interesting take because I'm, I'm having a completely different take on this so okay my biggest disappointment looking at the year promo was just the lack of resolution in the terror thing mm, you know with the, yeah. there's still so much uncertainty do we have a deal do we not have a deal what does it look like it's very difficult for suppliers to adequately stock um it's very difficult for people to commit budgets um uh, whether it's a uh, whether it's a uh, end user or even you know for us it's hard for us to set our budgets because we're waiting for we'll, you know supplier our clients and they're trying to figure out well what marketing dollars are we going to have are we going to have to take a hit because of you know the, the potential of tariffs so that to me uh, has been the biggest disappointment of 2020. That is great. Here's the thing: when we were you sent me these essential topics. I'm like, I don't know where I'm fitting the tariff in, but obviously that was one of the biggest stories of the year. And so I'm really glad you brought that one up. All right. Last one, Kirby. Your What is your promo wish for 2020? You know, I think that my promo wish is I feel like this year um, with a lot of great organizations, Promo Cares, uh, being the one that pops to my mind the, at the top of the list is I think we elevated the industry in the way we looked at how good can be done through it. And I would like to, to continue to elevate and increase the good um, that the promo industry is able to do in the world, whether it be through nonprofits, whether it be, you know, essentially creating change through for-profit organizations. I think that promo has the ability to affect human behavior. We've seen it, you know, for a hundred years. Uh, I'd like to see us continue to make that a mission as an industry. Love it, love it. And so, so my my, I love, that's really great. My promo wish for 2020 is kind of a variation of "Can't we all just get along?" I, I'd really <laughs> like to see. And I've seen the trend, you know, of people working together who you wouldn't think would be working together. And so I want to see more collaboration between Mm -hmm. uh, distributors and distributors, between suppliers and suppliers, and then between suppliers and distributors. I want to see more openness, more collaboration, and less, less fear in our industry of, you know, someone's going to take my idea or someone's going to steal my client rather than, you know, 
you, people are worried about all these negative things as opposed to you know what could go right if yeah. you do kind of work together. And so that's kind of my promo wish for 2020. You know what else I wish, Kirby? What's up, Bill? Oh, I wish to talk about our secondary sponsor in Vault. That's what I wish to do. Okay. Oh, yeah. You know, they have that badge release program. We've talked about it a couple times on here. They make badges selling easy. And profitable. No one likes to sell badges. They're hard. They're onesie twosie orders. How do you gonna manage that? People are changing all the time. Oh my gosh, this is a pain. Not anymore, Kirby. Correct. Not anymore. Because the good folks at Vault, Josh Robbins and his team, is flexible, one badge at a time, fast, 48, uh, 24 to 48 hour turnaround, and it's affordable. They got the bulk pricing without the administration. They're going to build that custom branded end user friendly website for you. It's going to integrate with your existing web store, and they have knowledgeable, helpful, and friendly customer service. And most of all, Kirby, that is free free setups, free samples, free virtual proofs, and a free demo of the website. Program. So if you want to learn more, and why wouldn't you, go over to badgesmakemecrazy.com. You're not going to be sorry you did. All right, Kirby, you got another topic for us? Yeah, I wanted to. I, I was doing a podcast uh, that will be coming out in 2020, and um, someone gave me a really big compliment. They just, they, in partly because it was a really kind thing to say, but partly because it was so true in the sense that they were talking about how I, when I started doing content, Okay, that they were like, I just felt like you were trying to get out there. Not that I was doing it in a bad way, but just you were just trying to get yourself out there. Mm -hmm. And he said that he felt like now I'm doing it to try and help. Mm -hmm. And it it literally made me emotional when he said it, because I was like, oh, I think that I I hope that I have evolved. Mm -hmm. Like that was my that was the compliment. Essentially, I've grown and I've evolved. So my cure and I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. It was just a very kind thing to say. And I wanted to see in 2019 or back. uh what like someone has said to you that has sort of stopped you a compliment that you have received that has sort of moved you that uh made you you know yeah made your heart full made the grinch's Um, uh heart grow two sizes yeah good question um there's a couple that come to mind okay Um, one is when someone uh, I admire greatly in how this person presents themselves, how, how this person speaks, um, told me that bar none, I was the best uh, extemporaneous speaker um, he'd ever seen. Wow. Um, and that, that, that arrested me. Um, that, that's one that definitely comes to mind. Another one is someone um, who just very kind about you know, the growth we've had at Promo Corner and what we're doing um, and and said, basically, you know, without you there, I'm not sure that the company would have the growth it has. And it was very, very, very kind. So I, I very, I don't, as much as I love to hear myself talk, I don't love talking about myself. Mm. Um, so that's Well, let me, I guess, I guess I don't want this to be completely mental, uh, you know, just us. Uh, patting ourselves on the back. I guess what what made me think of it was, I don't know that the person I was talking to was trying to give me some grand compliment, right? Mm -hmm. But when they said it, they said it in a kind way. And I think that sometimes those simple acts of kindness, those simple words of kindness can be the most powerful. And I guess just to to encourage people to, if you have something nice to say to somebody, say it. Well, I know, and, and like the, the first compliment was very much off the cuff. It wasn't like I need to tell you this. It was just we were having a conversation, and it just right. came out like wow. And then I'm, I will share one other one, okay. if you don't mind. And this is actually from an employee. I'm not going to name which one. Said, you know, you're the reason I came here. Mm. 
Um, and that I was like, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, cool. Wow. That's a tr- you talk about having a tremendous amount of responsibility. Um, so there's that. Yeah, that's cool. Cool. All right, Kirby. So, let's do a couple quick ones. I yes. think we're going to go a little long today, but I think that's all right. Um, do you have a theme for 2020? Do you have a theme in terms of for your organization? Do you ever do that? You know what? I don't. Okay. Uh, I have not, and, and I don't this year. All right. Sorry. So next question. No, it's okay. Um, I, so we do. Um, okay. I yeah. Talk, tell um, me about that. So what, what I, the theme for 2020 for us is contagious. I want the things we do, whether it's the content we provide, whether it's the um, work that we do, you know, on behalf of our clients, I want it to really become contagious. Mm. That's very important to me. And it was actually, uh, uh, I'll attribute that to Kelsey Cunningham. That was her word. She, she, we were talking about, you know, what, what do we want to do in, in 2020 and how do we want to look back at the end of 2020? And, and we started bouncing around this word, and it was a word she brought up, which was contagious. And I mm. love that. Yeah. So I, that's our theme. We want to create work, create content um, so that we are contagious. Mm, I like that a lot. That's really yeah. good, man. Cool. Um, do you have another one? I have another one if you don't. Go for it. Okay. I don't know if you saw this. Um, Advantages, which is produced by ASI, mm-hmm. looked at what the uh, promotional trends are for 2020. Okay. Yes, Social I Social responsibility, high quality, and memorable experiences. Those are the ones that were listed. And honestly, those are very obvious. I don't mean that in a negative way to advantages. Actually, I, you know, They're obvious. Very accurate, but obvious. Kirby, what trends are you seeing in the promo industry outside of those three? So say those three again really quick. Social responsibility, mm-hmm. high quality, and memorable experiences. And that covers a lot, Yeah, I was going to say, that's a hmm. – because I, I – the, the first two in particular, right? Yeah. Because I think the biggest move I've seen – I guess and, – and this was probably a trend from the year before, but I always say that my market – is at the tail end of the snake. Mm-hmm. Um, we tend to be toward the end of trends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it ties to the one about quality is that yeah. I'm just seeing more and more requests for brands yeah. um, from our industry. But the, the really, I, I don't think the idea of quality can be overstated mm-hmm. because I think it's one of the things that elevates us and allows us to do have social responsibility, allows us to help people, allows us to do good because we're not putting crap out into the world for the sake of putting crap out into the world. When we, you know, when you, one of the reasons I struggled early on in the podcast to name the best promotional thing is I'm like, every single one of the things that we're doing right now, we're doing things that I think have long-term function, Mm -hmm. okay? And I think when you do that, Every promo product has the ability to be super powerful. Sure. So uh, to me, honestly, the quality piece is the most important piece. Yeah. Um, and I don't know that's you know that's not outside of what you said, but no, I don't no, know no. that that I, can be overstated. No, and I think it's digging deeper. The one that came to mind, and I think these are all very lofty, and I agree. It's high quality, it's social responsibility, it's memorable, memorable experiences. But I think the trend I'm still seeing that wasn't covered in, in this article, um, at least not not in the in the broad way the other ones were. Um, is simplicity is making the buying experience mm. easier. Um, the way our industry is set up, it is just rife with built-in friction, <laughs> right? Uh, for the end user, and and so you have 
an audience that is demanding things to be easier, demanding more information, demanding transparency. And the more, I, and I, I think that, you know, it's what the clients want. Right. They want that. So we need to start giving that to them. And, and so I, I see a lot of, of movement, more, again, the trend of simplicity, making it easy for people to get the stuff that they want. No, that's really good. That's a good one. All right, last one, Kirby, and then okay. let's, let's go ahead and wrap up. What do you do the week? What work do you do between Christmas and New Year's? From you know, we, our industry pretty much shuts down, right? Mo, mo, you know, between Christmas Day and January second, for the most part. Yeah, there are some things that get done, but mostly it shuts down. What work do you do at Hosman Marketing? What, if any, and you might yeah. not do any. No, we. So historically speaking, I would say that I. A lot of my team takes vacation, um, and that's certainly been true this year. I tend to work on extemporaneous projects, whether it's goal setting, uh, you know, planning for the new year, um, this year working on the book. Um, so it is the kind of stuff that essentially I can come in here and do on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, but go, like right now, because I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I felt like last year I, I didn't have the success on my goals that I want to have. I'm I am spending time trying to um, modify my goals for 2020. Mm-hmm. And so literally on my whiteboard, you, you've seen that here in my office, I have my five Fs up there, the finance, mm-hmm. the fitness, the family, the faith, and the fun. And I'm trying to match goals to those for the next 12 weeks. Awesome. So that's, that's generally what I'm working on. Awesome. How about you? Um, you know, it's, it, I, I'm at work today, and I'll be yep. at work today and tomorrow, and then I'm actually taking um, Monday, Tuesday off. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll, I'll get things done that I keep putting off, um, mm. physical things generally here at work. So we've got a couple closets that, you know, with the adult beverage a week, we collect a lot of drinkware. <laughs> and so I need to organize that. I want to clean some things out. I want to, I, I always like at the end of the year to clean out my desk. That's something I mm. always do every year because I, I, just like everybody else, I throw things in my desk and don't even think about it again. Right. And, and so I like to clean out my desk. I love coming in on January 2nd, feeling like the facility is the best it's going to be all year. So I'll defrost the refrigerator because we have an old school refrigerator that tends to collect ice. Yep. I'll just do all those little things while doing some writing um, and, and uh, finishing up, uh, you know, budgets and things like that. But that's what I like to do. Again, yeah. I like to, I love, I love walking in the door on January 2nd or the first day of the new year feeling like, okay, uh, everything is in its place. Yeah. And I like that. That's cool. All Very right, good. Kirby. So we are now at the time of we're on the extended dance version of this podcast. Yeah. Right? So we are now at the time of the promo person of the week, Kirby. That's dedicated to highlight that one person in the industry that's grabbing our attention. Kirby, this week you have the honor of selecting the final promo person of the week for 2019. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. Uh, so I, I'll be candid. I have not met this person face to face, but I follow her on social media and I find her to be inspiring. Her name is Shannon Walsh Laredo. Uh, if you aren't following her, I think you should. Uh, she is very motivational. Uh, I believe she's in Texas. Uh, one of the things I love is she's on Snapchat. And so literally she posts her daily devotionals. She posts her workout, like, you know, kind of the workouts done. I find her to be my, um, like my morning dose of caffeine. And uh, she's one of those people in the industry who I think is really getting after it. And at any time uh, I can find someone who sort of inspires me to be a better version of myself, that's the, that's the best compliment I can give. So uh, Shannon Walsh Laredo, promo person of the week. Man, that's a great one. Uh, I, I have met Shannon. I know her a little bit, um, mm-hmm. obviously in Texas, a 
done a couple things for HPPA and all that. But yeah, she's very inspiring and, and definitely uh, definitely gets my attention. You know, she's very mm. positive with her posts and she's very into fitness and things. And, and she's very, very nice, a very kind person. So cool. I hopefully you'll get to meet her in Vegas so um, you can hand her her virtual <laughs> box of high fives. I love it. I love it. All right, Kirby, best thing ever. Now, yes. this is the final unscripted of the year. And so I want to know what your best New Year's activity is ever, what, whether it was or it's something coming up. So when I think of when you think of New Year's Eve, what was the best activity you ever did? So um, New Year's Eve is actually my wife's birthday. Right. Uh, and so what I've said was for like 20 years, it was awesome because I never had to throw a birthday party mm-hmm. <laughs> because there was always one happening. Um, you know, for me really spending time with her on that sort of special day, getting together with friends. There's not like a specific activity, but you know, when we get to chance to, that is a uh, holiday that historically our friends and us have spent time together on. And that is one of those holidays I look forward to. It's not necessarily a family thing. It's not necessarily like anything structured, but we just get together, have some cocktails and laugh and dance a lot. And so I'm in anytime that happens. Love it. Love it. So my New Year's activity, I've never been one to go out and get hammered New Year's yeah. Eve. I've never, uh, I've done it maybe a couple times, you know, when I was growing up, but not really my thing. I hate waking up January 1st feeling like dog shit. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't love to do that. So my, my favorite are just kind of hanging out at home. I don't like being on the roads. Um, mm-hmm. It kind of makes sure. me very nervous, and very tense. Um Staying at home, I like to make something. I usually like to make something I've never made before, whether it's like sushi a couple of years ago or maybe, you know, do a, a, a seafood boil or something. But make a kind of big grand dinner at home and then just kind of play games with the family or, or maybe if there's a nice. ball game on or something interesting. I, I just – I really am very boring, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> But it's just it's it's not it's not a night where I choose to go out and and, and lock it up. I've done it a couple of times, and and I just and I the other thing is you know we have opportunities to go like we live in big cities, yeah, and lived in big cities, and I've just never been one. I don't want to go get dressed up. I don't want to go to a themed <laughs> restaurant. I right. just want to relax. Yeah. No, that's fair. And, you know, it's funny, uh, the last couple of years, it's been like that. And, and, and really, for me, it's just like, okay, what does Amy want to do? Right. Um, well, if she birthday. wants to go out with friends, that's what we're doing. If she wants to sit around the house, that's what we're doing because it's her day. Yeah. No, totally get it. Totally get it. Well, Kirby, we're at the end of this final podcast of 2019. And I want to thank again our sponsor and comments to you one more time. You know, they do have that great platform that was built by distributors, and it's for distributors. So they understand our industry. They understand the challenges the modern distributor faces. We talked about how that platform really keeps your sales life organized. So you can look at all your projects in one place and know what you need to do to move those products forward. Kirby uses it. Uh, a lot of people use it. You should really talk to people who are part of that skew-munity, skew as, as they would say. So if you want to learn more, head over to commonskew.com slash unscripted or and yes both do <laughs> booth number 4737 at PPAI Expo you won't be sorry you did Kirby it's been a great year unscripting with you um, that's not a word it is now <laughs> and I look forward to what the future holds for us in 2020 best to you and your family as we enter the new year thanks man Thank you for listening to Unscripted with Kirby Hossaman and Bill Petrie. Unscripted is available every Friday at promocorner.com, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry.